This is the Life Origami Podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we will be reading to you from our book, The Lost Guru. Uncover the mental habits that prevent you from fully inhabiting your life and accessing your intrinsic wisdom. We'll read a portion of the book. Amethyst and I will have a conversation about it, and then we'll put them out three times a week until the book's complete. Enjoy the show. All right, we're continuing to read to you our book, The Lost Guru. And in the last podcast, the last reading, we're continuing to read the introduction, which is the basic premise of the book around The Lost Guru. And in the last session, we're talking... The conversation we had was about learning to listen to yourself first um, and how uh, we've been conditioned to um, trust people and we need to learn to trust ourselves. So today we're going to talk about more uh, the section of the book where we uh, talk about the act of witness, uh, a little bit more about the act of witness. So take heart from a life origami perspective. Every human was born with an act of witness, a fellow traveler. This act of witness, what we call the lost guru, has seen everything you've ever done, heard every word you've ever spoken, or has been spoken to you. It is also, it also has observed everything that has happened to you. It never shuts off. It has the full context of your life experience, your entire life experience. We have not been taught how to tap into the richness of our life experiences. In fact, we have forgotten that we were once living in harmony with our act of witness. As we've matured, we gradually learn to replace it with others' knowledge and intelligence. All of this is a result of our tendency toward overanalyzing, overthinking everything. In fact, you most likely edit, modify, and limit your potential to being able to tap into your greatness. When you do this, you are denying your own capabilities, intelligence, and experiences. This is often the result of having too much respect for fear, failure, and success. So you may replace your inner voice as the ego gets caught up trying to avoid failure and then you don't allow yourself to explore your full capabilities. When this occurs, you are not fully engaged and do not embrace your greatness. The Lost Guru, Your Act of Witness, is like a documentary film crew that has been following you throughout your entire life. It has been recording everything from the moment you were born. You can learn to access the information from The Lost Guru. To do this, you have to learn how to connect with your active witness, a.k.a. the lost guru. When you make that connection, you will gain access to your lifetime of accumulated wisdom. As children and as young adults, we gradually disconnect from the active witness as we retreat into our thinkingness. This thinkingness has become second nature and has been reinforced throughout our lives. It is the combination of parental, societal, educational, and workplace expectations. We have 
alphabet soup. <laughs> so we have a lifetime of experiences, thoughts, beliefs, morals, ethics, and values from others that we have adopted and assimilated. Some of them serve us, and many of them inhibit our ability to live life on our own terms. We have to learn how to sort and sift through them all in order to identify the ones which serve our highest good and which do not. Until we do that, we will struggle to tap into the lost guru's treasure of lifelong wisdom. Author Commentary All right, so Amy and I are now going to have a little bit of a conversation. Uh, to conversation. Conversation about this part of the book that you were sharing with you. Because mm -hmm. it's pretty darn central to, uh, it's pretty central to what we believe, what we've uncovered, and the reason for the book, and the reason for our business. It's actually pretty, pretty significant isn't it? Yeah, the, we, I haven't heard anybody talk about the act of witness before. Um, and in a way, like it's not some sort of um, uh, schizophrenic kind of thing no. <laughs> of anything following you around. It's, right. it's very metaphoric. Um, the act of witness. Um, it's, it's interesting how it came about that we started to learn about the act of witness and we were having a conversation and I can't recall but it may have been one of those conversations we had on our way to and from Indianapolis it was a really long trip and we um, right. talked a lot on the way I probably talked more than you did <laughs> maybe not I don't know about that. I'm just saying I, I think it went back it went back and forth yeah I, anyway um, so we talked a lot about uh, how I had gone to these conventions and how you used to go to them. I used to go to a lot, a lot of seminars and workshops, teachers, reading books, yeah, listening to audio recordings, audio books. Mm -hmm. And I used to go to the Power Within conventions, which um, consisted of a number of speakers, maybe five or six of these um, famous people, and they would come tell you what they did to become successful and how the how-to's right. based on who they were and we started to think about this how um, I would go there and I would come back out of them feeling um, refreshed because there's like possibilities and stuff but then I thought I had no um, context of their life I mean that what what worked for them may not work for me and it may I may not want to be like that person because they have a different frame of reference being different values and beliefs right. and morals and ethics and stuff yeah. different than mine and it's based on all the experiences um, we've had in our life and what we've learned along the way and the lessons and I'm a total different person than they are and what worked right. for them may not work for me and it just felt like I was still lost when I would come away from those conventions. Yeah, you, come, you, you kind of come away with this empty feeling like, okay, this is great. And like, okay. Now what? Now, <laughs> now How do now I do what? this? And so the conversation we had, Amy, was that 
and especially it really had uh, the awareness really kind of really came forward really strong on that trip back from the U.S. in the car, and because it was like I'll never be because uh, it. I'll never be an Anthony Robbins. I'll never have L Anthony Robbins' life context skills, abilities, uh, no matter how much he teaches, how many, how many of his teachings and books of his I might read, or how many of his ideas I might try to assimilate and apply. There's one, all those are not necessarily bad, because you could glean one or two things, right? From, oh, for from, sure. from someone and improve the quality of your life. We're not saying that they're a total waste of time. No. The one thing we're saying, and this is very important, is that when you're doing that and trying to assimilate other people's stuff, teachings and trainings, and even ours, you're not, at that, at that time when you're doing that, you're not taking the opportunity to really examine the circumstances and the learning opportunities and the uh, growth, the, 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 the areas of growth in your life, you're not really tapping into that. I think um, something to consider is that you may know something um, that mm. they don't know right. from the experience of your life. Yeah. Um, maybe they haven't been in the trenches in the same way that you have and learned the lessons of life that you have, um, and maybe you could have a couple of conventions of your own where they would sit there and listen <laughs> from you. Exactly you know? right. So Good point. we all have um, this certain amount of brilliance and wisdom that comes along from our lives, and um, we learn we learn uh, the lessons based on our values and our beliefs. Right. And so what 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 one person may be learning in the same um, situation as another person, like we may be both in the car and experiencing a certain um, situation, but we'll each take away from that different something meaning, different. Different meaning, different observations, yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. So you see, that's the thing is that, uh, now again, we're not saying that going to workshops and reading books and stuff like that is bad for you. It's just, no. it's just that it's the, it's, the intention you're coming at it from the, the thing is is that we're the, the challenge is with life we get so busy that we don't looking after other people so busy so busy chasing success and looking after the details of life that we don't have we haven't given ourselves permission a lot of times we haven't given ourselves permission but i think this changes as we age to really reflect, to take the time to reflect uh, upon what's really going on in our lives, our circumstances and the opportunities because there is a uniqueness to your circumstances and your observations, projections, judgments, experience, you know, the, the, uh, the meaning that you attach to those things. You know, I was just thinking, uh, I wanted to mention before I forget this thought. Mm. Um, when I used to read those books and go to those conventions and those workshops, they were valuable in a way um, because I would take 
the information I learned from those workshops and the people that I spoke to during those conventions because we each had a lot of good conversations. Okay. And I would take the good stuff that applied to me and learn from them. And I would take the stuff that didn't apply to me and I'd learn from that too. Okay. And I used it. If I, I knew how I learned. Right. And I learned how to take what was pertinent to me and what wasn't. And then I used my own thinking process to figure out who I was. And then I would look at it and say, okay, that was awesome to hear that story, but it does not apply to me in exactly. any way. But what does apply is his enthusiasm, his right. not giving right. up, his, his determination. And I could buy into that, right? Sure. So you so, can you so you can you can ex, you can extract lessons. Yes. You can extract insights in that from anybody in life. But here's the thing: mm -hmm. what are you learning? Have you extracted the wisdom and the insights from your life? Yeah. Because the the important part of this is the frame of reference. We t we've hinted at this a little bit, and we'll be talking about this later in the book. Is that you? You see, over the course of your entire lifetime, you've assembled a frame of reference. A frame of reference is made up of the experiences, the thoughts, the beliefs, the morals you choose to live by, the ethics you, you hold yourself to, and the values that you hold. And those things, beliefs, opinions, and other, that, other things that other people like your family, like your employer, like maybe your religion, maybe who knows. That all makes up a really complex, what we call frame of reference. It's like the, it's a window through which you view the world. We can learn um, um, one thing from masters and gurus, just to take a look at one thing about them, is that they're a lifetime learner of their own experience. And they're nice. always in the learning curve. Good and that's something that we can learn from them is that they pay attention to who they are and what they've learned. So we can too. Exactly right. So, that, so that's the key message of this part of the book is that to take the time to reflect upon your own life and to trust that there, that there is your frame of reference that you can... That you've assembled a frame of reference, and sometimes our frame of reference serve us, serves us, sometimes it doesn't. But you can change your frame of reference, and that's what we do at Life Origami: is help people re, you know, re reconstruct their frame of reference. Right, something that serves their higher good rather than something that inhibits um, them wanting to engage in life, and. Um, the things that we want to experience sometimes are held back by our belief systems and the little um, the little thoughts that we going on that are going on in our head between our ears. <laughs> you know. Bingo! Yeah. yeah, the box the box between our ears. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so uh, because uh, it, all of it is uh, this needs to be about you, your priorities, your perspectives, your your values, your beliefs. And what, what do you believe? Or, you know, we, and so what we found is there's a great benefit, a, a huge opportunity when, we, when we've witnessed our clients 
take the time to invest in some self-reflection uh, you know, through coaching, through training. And we developed a specific uh, training-enhanced coaching system, which is different than the coaching I used to do decades ago. And we developed this together, Amy and I. And anyways, this isn't a commercial. But, you know, if that's something you're interested in, let us know. But the point is, is that take the time to reflect upon your life, your circumstances and opportunities, and uh, to realize that maybe there's parts of your frame of reference that you that might not be serving you, but that you could change if you take the time to reflect. And there's so much more we can say, but we'll just but hold on for the, the rest gonna of it. The book's going to unfold uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. So stay tuned. There's more to follow. Right. So we're back. Yeah. We're back. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had more thoughts. It's kind of a last-minute edition. Yeah, we were just, uh, we continued to talk after our last um, uh, recording. And right. Then I was thinking about something I said. Um, I was saying about how uh, the active witness or the lost guru was kind of like a um, uh, it was metaphoric. And then I thought, wait a minute, it's more than that. Right. Um, you know, when we're talking about being able to um, access the active witness of our life, we're talking about memories, being able to extract the memories um, from the and the lessons from the experiences of our life and all those memories are entrenched in our brains in the in the narrow path pathways right it's how um, our, it's a fundamental of how our, we work right there's all these connections um one part of the brain will trigger another part of the brain so um you know it's all interconnected everything and if with every experience you ever have those things are deeply entrenched in the brain and you can access those memories at any time now, you might say that I can't remember everything that happened to me 20, 30 years ago. Well, it's true. They're, they're put away. Right. But then do you ever find, you know, you're, you're all of a sudden you're doing something and you find yourself um, humming some song from 20 years ago? Or, you oh, do you remember that movie we watched? Oh, it was, um, 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 oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so was playing in this movie and right you know these memories come up out of the blue you might have a dream and then, and then a whole conversation you unfolds yeah and you remember something you get you get some sometimes you get new insights into yourself but i write you get more insights into yourself and what's important isn't so much oh yeah i remembered you know when my grandmother's birthday was or any of that particular <laughs> stuff you know um what is important is that you learn who you have become right. as a result of those memories. Because for everything that happened to you, you extracted a lesson. It changed who you are. It made who you are today. It instilled values in you and beliefs within you. Right. And you can access that part of the brain. Um, Which is really exciting. Right. Because you see, I think that's... That, that's the thing I think it's exciting and the reason I thought we should record this is that, you see, I think that there's, we take our memories for granted. We take our life experience for granted. It, you know, it, it's something that we just, we just do. Sometimes we, we let our past define us. We say, okay, this right. happened, so, you know, 
Um, as a result, I'm ABC, I'm this, I'm fill in the blank. Um, I have, you know, nothing good to contribute. Um, but you do, you, you, uh, um, yeah, there's something to be learned from every single experience you had in your life. Yeah. So to say, you know, this didn't go well for me. Um, it, it doesn't matter if it went well, um, or not, you still learned something from it. Whether you realize it or not, but you can consciously go after extracting the lessons. And that's what we're going to be talking about throughout this yeah, book. We, like, we get to it. There's some little tidbit yeah. that we gain from every little experience, whether it was a negative one or it was a good one. There's some, um, some insight, some perspective. Maybe there's some wisdom. But it's about you. That's what's important. Right. It's all about you. Yeah. Um, something that you learn that's pertinent to you. Something that nobody else maybe would appreciate. Um, it's that little thing that makes you who you are. Mm -hmm. And when you can figure that out and you can start accessing um, the, re the realities of uh, what you've been through in your life, um, you can learn from it. Because right. how you learned and got through certain things... Um, you can access that to help you. Um, well, you can you can you can gain back control of your life. Thank you. You're gonna you're gonna gain back control of your life. You're gonna you're going to uh, have more confidence because you're gonna learn more about yourself. What makes you tick? What you did well? What you yeah. might have you what you could have done better? And and because of that, you choose to make a conscious choice to change, evolve. And to grow. I think that really gives you more confidence too when you see how well you did and how you did learn your way through challenges. Um, it gives you more confidence and it helps you when you learn about how you learn, you learn who you are, then you're able to, um, uh, I don't know how. You're, you're able to tap into the, you're able to tap into the wisdom of your life and it, you're able to get perspective. One of the things I've found is that whenever I felt stuck or I've had clients that felt stuck, <laughs> frustrated or confused, it's because they lacked clarity. And the way to get clarity is to get fresh perspective. Sometimes that's getting more information. Sometimes it's processing your crap, your <laughs> shitty memories. Yeah, sometimes it's letting go of emotional charges, judgments, fears about the future. Mm -hmm. It's about being real and being present with yourself. And that's, that's what we, those, if we don't do that stuff, those things become roadblocks. So I think that's the real message here is the answers do lie within you. You just have to learn how to get in touch with them. Isn't that what we're saying? You said it really well, because <laughs> I felt a little stuck there for a minute. <laughs> oh, no, the con it's the conversation, Amy. Yeah. You know, it's the conversation. We're, we're just trying to have a conversation with you folks, because this is a kind of a, a complex topic that doesn't get talked about very often. And yet it's I think it's the fundamental. It, it's what makes us human our ability to recall all this information and to gain this life experience, to have 
And all of those things that happen to us give us perspective and insights and opportunity to grow. I think um, about three years ago, what made a world of difference to me, I was um, I was in a situation about three years ago where I was feeling quite depressed and sad. Um, I had been feeling that way for about a decade after my divorce and losing my business and stuff as a result of it. And I was just going through life and just being doing what other people made other people happy. And I ended up, you know, becoming part of a, um, a religion, a denomination that I wasn't interested in because it made my family happy. And I was really right. miserable for many reasons besides that. So anyway, um, I, um, started to make some decisions for my better, for my good. And the only way I was able to do that was to look deep down and say, who was I? Who am I? And why am I not happy? And the decisions and the th I'm making, the things that I'm doing, are they congruent with who I am inside and who I am I anyway? So I started trying to figure out who that person was and ac accessing um, the, the, the lessons that I'd learned about myself. Yeah, the context of your life. I started trying to figure out who I was. And when I was able to do that, then I started to, to look at what my behavior and say, well, this is making you miserable by, um, you know, being everybody's yes person. It's making you miserable and you're not doing things that make you happy. You're just living for everybody else's benefit. And then when I was able to look at who I was, I started having a better life because I started going out and getting a life instead of waiting for it to come to me. Right. So that's just an example. Anyway. Yeah, and as a great story, as a great example. So we'll ha hopefully have more of those to share along the way. And uh, so just know that the act of witness isn't some woo-woo scary thing. It's... It's a real your part of you. It's really is it. Yeah, it really is a part of you, and there really is. Uh, you have wisdom, you have insight, you have mm -hmm. perspective, you have a context for your life that nobody else on the planet can possibly give you. And because of that, that actually is your superpower. We'll be talking about that Super. in the book. We actually have that in the book. So stay tuned. There's more to follow. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions and you want to engage us in a conversation or be part of this conversation, reach out and we'll arrange something. You know how to do it on Anchor or you can find us on tapebook.app.